Shabbos daf nun hey. So we are on the second line, two lines from the top. Nun hey amen aleph. Rabbi, so we're getting to some agadita gemara. Should be a geshmak daf. Some famous gemaras. So let's keep. Let, let's go. Rabbi Yehuda have a yasiv kamei de shmur. Rabbi Yehuda was sitting in front of Shmuel, his rebbe. Asoy hahi itza. A certain woman came to him and could subcha kamei. She was crying out to him that people were bothering her that. Uh, Things were not being done correctly. And Shmua ignores her. And he didn't, he didn't take care of her. He didn't care about her. So Amar Leis, Rav Yehuda tells Shmuel, Don't you hold or don't you know that the Pasuk in Mishle says, Someone who turns his ear away, he ignores, he stuffs up his ear from hearing the cry, the zaka of the dal of the poor person, gam hu yikra, he too will call out later on in life, to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to other people, v'loi ane, and nobody's going to listen to him. So why are you not caring for this woman? So Amalei, so Shmuel responds, shinina, uh, sharp one, reishach bekriri, your, your head, meaning me, your rebbe, is not going to have hot water on top of him, we'll be cool. It's not my problem. But Reisha de Reisha, you're the head of your head, meaning your Rebbe's Rebbe Shmuel, saying my Rebbe, who was Marukva, Bechamimi. He'll be in hot water. It's his fault if these things are not being taken care of. Why? Because Hayasiv Marukva Av Bezdin. Marukva is the Av Bezdin, and he's in charge of justice in this community. So if this woman, someone's uh, you know, not, not treating her financially correct, whatever the story was, they should go to the Bezdin. Why are you bothering me? So he told Rav Yehuda, it's not my issue. Tehsev, the Pasuk says, Base David, Dinu la boiker mishpat, v'hatzilu gozel miyad oishek, and they, they save the gozel, the stolen miyad oishek, someone who is uh, taking, taken advantage of. Pentetze ke'esh chamasu v'arav e'en mechabe me'be royem aleim. So from the, uh, the sins of, the, uh, of, of what's going on, the mishpat, those that are those that are in charge of Bezdin, the Bate Dinim, they are at fault. If you look in the Torah, the Torah in uh, the beginning of Chayshem Mishpat, his opening simen, simen Aleph, so he has a very lengthy discussion there regarding the importance of proper, uh, uh, proper courts, Bate Dinim, so he does, uh, he alludes to this Gemara, and he alludes to many times where Davin HaMelech and other great people took Mishpat very seriously, and that keeps, you know, the, the, the community, Klai Yisrael, at bay and making sure everyone's treating each other with integrity, honesty, all those things. So you see the significance of Bezdin. Next. Amalei Rabbi Zeira, the Rabbi Simon. You should give Taichacha, you should give Musr to those that are, that, uh, that are in charge of, uh, of Galus, meaning... We say the Reish Galusa, those that were in charge of us, they were, they were like the king of Yidin and Galus. So why don't you give them Musr? They're not acting correctly. So I'm LA. Rabbi Simon says, Let me kabli minai. They're not going to listen to me. It's a waste of time. I don't want to waste my breath. I'm not telling them what to do. So I'm LA. Rabbi Zeir says, Even though they won't uh, accept what you're saying, you still have to give them Musr. Very interesting. So if you look in Simon Tov Reish Ches, it's actually a random place where it's brought down. The, the Shulchan Aruch there is discussing Tosefes Yom Kippur, that a few minutes before Yom Kippur, you're supposed to start Yom Kippur. So uh, 
That's one of the reasons why Kol Nidre in Shul is uh, a few minutes before Shkia. There's a few reasons. One reason is you don't want to be Matar Neder at night. So if Kol Nidre is some type of Hatar Sadarim, you want to do it by day. Another reason is, is you wear a talus. So you want to make sure you make a brach on the talus before Shkia. And a third reason, and probably the most important reason, is there's a halacha, we're going to learn, Gemara Rosh Hashanah, we had in brachas already, of Taisefes Yom Kippur. It says, Vinisem es nafshei seichem. It says, it says, Ba'erev, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm losing my head, but it's, it says the ninth day of the month, right? So you already have Inisem es nafshei seichem. So what's going on? So one of the drushes the Gemara brings, in Rosh Hashanah, Tafyur, says that we have Toisephus Yom Kippur. We add time to Yom Kippur. So when it comes to Hatar, uh, Kol Nidre, you start it a little earlier. So the Shulchan Aruch is discussing this halacha, that you add time to Yom Kippur. So he says, often there are women or other people that don't know the halacha, and they eat all the way until Tzitzik or Shkia, Mam and they're not adding time. He says, Ein don't, don't give them muster because they're not going to listen anyways. So in that place, all the Achrenim discuss this halacha. When do you give muster if you know they're not going to listen to you? If it's going to fall on deaf ears, what's the point? So it seems like halachically most of the can say that they don't waste your time. Maybe if it's a suffix, you're not sure, try once. The Ramah in Yeridea says you, you don't have to lose money for it. Let's say, I don't know, let's say you're a rav and you're going to lose your salary. If you uh, speak harshly to the wrong people, you don't have to lose money. It sounds like from the Ramah. But um, interesting halacha here regarding giving teichacha. So all the pious can say that if you could give teichacha in the proper way, meaning there's a way to speak to someone. You speak to their heart, you inspire them, you encourage them. Different methods without them getting upset at you, they might listen. So then a person can't say, oh, they wouldn't have listened to me anyways. You never tried. So a person has to try, put in the, uh, the effort to try to give people techacha, whatever that means. Whether it means, you know, not laughing at a dirty joke, whatever that means techacha in our own lives, there is some element of responsibility we have for the people around us. Okay. How do we see this? How do we see that it's a problem? So again, the Gemara was in the middle of discussing, before I went off on a tangent, discussing what, that you give techacha even if they're not going to listen to you. How do we see this? We never had that a Kalash promised something good and he changed his mind. Except regarding this matter. Where do we see this? It says, by the Navua of Yecheskel, Hashem is telling the Malach. So we, we always, whenever we discuss Navi, we're literally coming in the middle of a story here. But Akalaj Rochel is telling the Malach what to do. This is at the end of Horban Bayes Rishon. So go uh, go to the city in Yerushalayim. This visa tough and make a tough the letter tough al mitzchayt ha'anashim. On the foreheads of the men, Hanenachim Husayv, Hanenachim, they're moaning a klotayvas and nasayis pesecha. All the tzaddikim that are upset about what's going on, so put a tuff on their head and don't kill them. When, like similar to Mitzrayim, right? You put the the, the blood around your doorpost, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu could do pesach right over our, over our houses. So what happened was, I'm like Hakadosh Baruch Hu Gavriel. Hashem tells Malach Gavriel. 
Leich go or shama mitzchan shatzadikim tough. Right, a tough on the foreheads of tzadikim with with yoy tough shall yoy with ink. Why shall yishdu behen malachai chabala? So the malachai chabala, the malachai chabala that are going to come destroy the city, they should not harm them. Now va mitzcham shal rishayim. On the mitzvah of Hashem, tough shall down. Put a tough there as well, but don't do it out of ink, do it out of blood. So that Kedisha Yishatu Bahan Malachi Chabala. So the Malachim of the Chabala, they should attack them, they should uh, kill them. So what happened was, Amram Midas Hadin Lefne Kalish Bracha. So Kalish Bracha always, you know, is Noyeg Midas Harachim with us, and comes along Midas Hadin, whatever that means, and it says, Rabbani Shalom. So Din, judgment. Equal comes and says it's not it's not fair. Manushtanu elu me'elu. Why are these different than those? So Amar Allah, halal tzadikim gemurim. These that should be saved are tzadikim gemurim. They're complete tzadikim. Vahalal rishayim gemurim. The other ones are rishayim. So Amar Lefanav. So Midas Hadin says, Rebbeinu Shalaylam, Hayu biyadayim limchayis v'lay michu. They could have objected. They could have said something. They could have stopped what was going on. V'lay michu. They didn't care. They didn't object. So Amr Allah, so Hashem says back, I know, I, I know the ultimate truth. If in fact they would have said something, nobody would have listened anyways. So I know that I, I can't blame the tzaddikim because it wouldn't have helped anyways. So Amr Allah, if in front of you, Galoi is revealed, that's very nice, that you know, the, the, the truth. But Lahem Mi Galoi, did they know? Did the Tzaddikim know that their words would fall on deaf ears? They didn't know that. So since they did not have that knowledge, they are responsible for not uh, chastising, you know, clients for not giving them muster. And, it's, and you see this passage that Akadosh Baruch Hu agreed to me this Hadin and changed his mind. The passage later on says, Zakein Bachar that uh, Zakin and Bacham Sula, all these people, they should, uh, they should be killed. That originally, th- those that have a tuff on their head don't touch. And then it says, Sounding like you begin from Mikdashi, my, the, the Kaddish ones, the Tzaddikim start the killing, start the, uh, the punishment from them. Okay. And what happened was that's 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 what in fact happened. They began with the Anashim, the Anashim, the Zakanim, the Tzadikim, they were killed first. Tani Rav Yosef, Al Tukri Mikdashi, don't say my base Hamikdash, Ella Mikhu Dashai. My holy people. Elubune Adam Shakimu Asatarakula me Aleph Vatav. These people, they kept every single mitzvah in the Torah from Aleph to Tav. But still they didn't they didn't object to uh, to what was going on in their generation. And what happened was, the Pasuk over there continues, So you had these six men coming, and these were six malachim, they had a weapon, and there was one of them, within them was Lavush Habadim, was wearing uh, linen, this was uh, Gavriel, he had the Kesas HaSeifer, which is some type of instrument used for writing, there's a famous Sefer, anyone who's a Sefer, there's a Sefer written by the, uh, the Kitzah Shochanar, called the Kesas HaSeifer, so that's an important cipher. If you learn, uh, if you want to be a cipher, fine. But it's a cipher means a, a tool, some type of um, writing tool that they would use. And they came and they stood next to the mizbech and achoshes. So the gemara says mizbech and achoshes miava. What was there mizbech and achoshes in the days of Yecheskel? Shlomo Melech already uh, hit it. So 
it means was Amar Lohu Hakadosh Baruch Hu, where Hakadosh Baruch Hu told them, "Haschilu mimakam shomrim shira lefanai." Go to the place where they, the Levim, used to sing shira. Bizman beis where they would sing shira. That's where they should be uh, killed. Umaninu shisha and Hashem, who are these six men of these six malachim, six different uh, midos, uh, you know, traits. Amar Rav Chista Ketzev Afechema, different types of anger, wrath, fury, different words you could put in there. But three different types of anger. Umashlis destroying Meshava, breaking Umachala, and extinguishing. Six different types of peronias of punishments. So that's the uh, that's the story. So his point was, you see how important it is to, to to feel the responsibility when others around you are doing sin. And you see, even Hakadosh Baruch Hu took back the bracha he gave that he wasn't going to destroy the tzaddikim. He had to change his mind because Midas had then said they did not object to those around him. And this is based on our Mishnah. The Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah was called. Was, uh, was called out for allowing his cow to walk around with a chain on Shabbos even though it wasn't his cow. It was his neighbor's cow, but since he didn't object, we call it our, uh, it was his fault. Next, Umayshna tough. what's with this tough business that you write a tough on the forehead? Why, why tough? So Amarav, tough could start with, could, could, is the beginning of two different words. Tough is tichye, that was originally, if it was written in, in uh, ink, and tough could be tamus, and that was the tough that was written in blood. Ushmul Amar, Ushmul says, Tough is coming to, to make a statement. So what, what begins with Tough? Tama Zechus Avais. The Zechus Avais has finished. We no longer have Zechus Avais. And therefore, only people originally, only those that had their own Zechusim, they would survive. Those that did not have their own Zechusim, they cannot rely on the Zechus of their fathers. There's a very important Taisvis here. Ushmul uh, Amar. So he says, and it's interesting. We we always we always dive in and we always talk about schos avos and you know different things. So it's very interesting. Taisa Taisa says brings Rabbeinu Tam that although schos avos is gone, but bris avos is not. So there's still some concept of bris avos. So that's uh, one sheet on Taisus and. Taisus brings from from other Bali Taisus that it means that for Rishaim there's no longer Schus Avais, but for Tzadikim they can piggyback on Schus Avais. So the uh, a lot of the uh, the Bali Machshava write that whenever we mention Schus Avais we always mention either Ba'ahava or Laman Shemoy we always mention Hakadosh Baruch Hu as well because even if there's no longer Schus Avais that we can you know hold on to we still ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Help us out yourself. Without the schos avos, leman shemay b'yahava with love, look beyond our lack of schos avos. Fine, that's one reason. So now we have two, two reasons why it was specifically with a taf. Either because taf means tichia or tamos, or tamos schos avos. That was two reasons why Hashem chose the taf. Another one, reish lakish amar. Taf is the soif chasamish al kadosh baruch It's the last letter of the signature of a kadosh baruch What's the signature of a kadosh baruch the signature of Kadesh Baruch was MS, so therefore the tough was showing you know, who was righteous, who was, who was wicked. What's the tough? Even though they kept everything, they would still be marked off with the tough. Next. 
Now that Shmuel mentioned that Hashem was showing us that tough Tamas Chos Avos, we no longer have the Chos of our forefathers Av Mitzvah Yaakov. So the Gemara asks, when did this happen that we no longer have Chos Avos? Amarav it's from the times of the days, the days of Hoshea ben Meiri. Hoshea is part of the Treasar. Shnema the Pasuk says, Agala es Navulasa, Navlusa. I'm going to reveal it's an, her embarrassment. To the eyes of her lover. And no man, no person can save her from, from my hands. Meaning, Kadosh Baruch is saying, there's no schos that are going to save you. No schos avos. Don't daven, zechar, av mitzvah, Yaakov. It's not going to help you. It's from the days of of Chazal, which is the, the time of Yehoiachaz, uh, who was the Melech Yisrael. So uh, a little later than that, Shinamar says, and it says afterwards, So it sounds like, so there's two ways to learn this, but the simple shot is, means until now. This is the last time it's going to help. But after this, no more relying on schus avos. So adata means, and this is the last time you could invoke the schus avos. So that's another uh, date in history. From the days of Elio Hanavi, that was the last time. Shema the Pasuk says, it says by the, by the, uh, the whole show with the Navi Habal, he says, Hashem Avram, Yitzhak V'Yisrael, Hayom Yivada. Today it should be known, it's a famous uh, Mendy Wald song from back in the day, Hayom Yivada, Ki'ata Lekim B'Yisrael, Vani Avdecha, I'm your Eved, Uvidvarcha, Sisias, Kod Varm, Elev, through your words, I, I'm doing all these things. So we know at the end of the Pasuk, Aneni Hashem Aneni, so, at this point, it's Hayoyim Yivoda. It's Hayoyim. Today, it will be known. So maybe it's specifically today we're going to invoke the Schos Avram Yitzhak Yisrael, but no longer. After this story with the Navi Habal and Eliyahu Navi, there will no longer be Schos Avas. From the times of Chizkiyo, Shnema the Pasuk says, the Marbe Hamisra. To the uh, increase of of, of of ruling, so the point was he was davening b'schus of David. We actually had this. We actually had this uh, previously when when Chizkiyo was was davening that he should that his life should be spared. He also invoked David Melach, but he or he invoked the Baruch Hu. It was no longer. At this point, the concept of schos always. Amar of Ami, another Gemara. Amar of Ami. So heavy, heavy. I got it to hear. In misa belechet, death in this world. When we look, think about death, it's only from chet. Vein yisurin, and yisurin. A person not feeling well, or a person has troubles in life. It's below, it can't be belay oven. It must be the person did an avera. So many of the uh, Amaram are gonna have trouble with this, and we'll see where the Gemara ends up. But Rav Ami says that everything's with a cheshbon. When a person dies, everyone dies at the end. At the end of your life, you die. It's because of sin. Meaning, if a person would not sin, they would still be alive. Vein yisurin belay oven, and yisurin come to a person through oven through averas. So the Gemara says, "Ain misa b'leich chet." How do I know there's no misa without chet? Because the pasuk says, "Hanefesh hachaytes." He summons the nefesh that sinned; it died. Ben leisa b'avayna av leisa b'avayna ben. Tzikas atzadik alav tia. The righteousness of a tzadik 
remains on him. That's his chos. Verishas harasha alav tiyan. And the risha, the wickedness of the wicked person, that is on him. So meaning, it's it's a cause and effect. Very simple. Next, that I remembered with a shevet, with a stick, meaning with his surim, pisham, their sins, and through tzaras, by, by attacking us, their, their uh, averas. So you see the shevet and the gaim, which is a, st- a staff, and the gaim is tzaras, yisurim, that comes from doing sins. So mesve. So everyone has to kasha on Rav Ami. How can Rav Ami say that, every, that everyone dies because of sin, every Yisurun is, is because of sin? Hold on. There's a famous medrash that, I, that the Malachim tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why did you give a knas? Why did you give death on Adam Rishon? So HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds, Mitzvah kalot sivisiv. I gave him a simple mitzvah. What was the mitzvah? Not to eat from the Eitz Hadas. And he did the Avera. He ate from the Eitz Hadas. So that's why he has to get Misa. So by the way, the Ben Yoyada writes that it wasn't specifically for, a, for the punishment. It wasn't like a punishment that because you ate from the Eitz Hadas, you get punished, and then a person dies. The Ben Yoyada writes, if you look in the Pesukim, it says, The day you eat from the Eitz Hadas, there will be death in the world. Meaning it was a consequence of eating from the Eitz Hadas. Independent of chet, of, of sins, once someone eats from the Eitz Hadas, once Adam ate from the Eitz Hadas, he brought death to the world. Fine? That's just one point. Keep in mind as we keep, uh, we keep learning this Gemara, it will be a little more interesting. So let's see. Amrulay. So, so the Malachim responded to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They said like this. They kept Kolatarakula and they died. So, why should they die? I thought uh, Misa only comes from Chet, like other Marishan. So, meaning these things happen. Once other Marishan ate from the Chet, ate from the Eitz Hadas. Death comes. Even though you're right, Moshe and Aaron didn't do anything wrong. We're going to see. What do you mean? We have some stories in Chumash that Kalash Baruch was upset at them. Still, at this point, the Gemara assumes they didn't do anything wrong in their life. And still, the reason why they died is because, uh, as the Pasuk says in Kahelas, Hakol Kashel, Hakol Mikra based on the sin of Adam Rishan, which we know, we learned in Yeshiva, that that's when Misa began. But we're not finished yet. So the Gemara says, <clears throat> so basically the Gemara is a kasha. Rab Ami said a person only dies through chet, through sinning, yet we see from here that Moshe and Aaron died even without sinning. So why is Rab Ami saying, ain't misa b'le chet, ve'in avoin, ve'in yisurin b'le avoin? Moshe and Aaron is a big raya. So the Gemara says, who do tana? Rav Ami holds like the following Tana. The Tana wrote in a Brisa, Rav Shimon ben Elazar Aimer, Af Moshe ve'Aroin becheta mesu. They in fact did die from their sin. What was their sin? Shneimah the Pasuk says, by the main riva, by the water, from the rock. So I'll read you the full, the full Pasuk. It says, Hashem Moshe ve'Aroin yan Because you didn't believe me, you didn't trust in me, since you hit the rock instead of talking to the rock, 
So then, You will not bring Klai Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael. We know this is a Pasuk and Chumash, Parshas Chukas. So it's because of their sin, their sins, Moshe and Aaron, that's why they died. However, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, because you didn't listen to me, that's why. But if you would have trusted me, and you would have followed precisely what I told you, you would still be around. You would still be hanging around there. So that's the opinion of Rav Ami. So according to Rav Ami, the reason why there's death is because of, because of um, Chet. Yeah, someone had a question? Didn't Moshe, Aaron didn't hit the rock. I thought only Moshe did. Why is Aaron punished for what Moshe did? So it seems like both. If you look at the Pasuk, Haman Tem B, right? It should have said uh, Haman Tobi. It's Haman Tem. So why are they both punished? Um, it's a good question. Uh-huh. I thought that question 20 minutes ago when I was looking at the daf. I did not see a turret. We have other places where Aaron did, did, did a chet, but the Gemara doesn't bring it there. The, the Pasuk by um, the, the Medrash by the Egel, when they told people to bring gold. So Aaron was punished from that. I'm not sure. I'll have to get back to you. Okay. Fine. Good kasha. Meisve. Fine. At this point, the Gemara seems to have machlekas. One mandarmer has that a person dies misham chet. The other man armor says no, that it's once other Mauritian did the eight from the eight sadas, we automatically have Misa. Mesve come came along the, the Bnei Yeshiva again, they asked the questioner of Ami. It says like this Arba Mesu Four people, this is the famous Gemara, four individuals died, Be'etyo with the uh, advice of the Nachash. The Nachash tells Chava to eat from the eight sadas, she gives to Adam, and that. That's what Misa came in the, in, into the world. Meaning, these people did not do any of errors. Ve'eluhein, who are these? Binyamin and Binyakov. Binyamin, one of the uh, 12 Shvatim, Binyamin. Va'amram Avi Moshe. Amram, the father of Moshe. Ve'yishai Avi David. That's number three. Ve'kilov ben David. And Kilov ben David, we had this way back, the Gemara in Brochus of Dalid, that Kilov was a tremendous Tamachacham, and he would uh, defend his, his, uh, his father, David HaMelech, in, in, in Halacha. And these four died without, uh, they died without Chet, and they, they died based on the sin of Adam Arishan. Now, just by the way, I think the Bali Musar, I think of Chaim Shumlevitz has a piece on this. He says, how come they're not famous? How come th- these four are not the, the big famous tzaddikim that we should uh, idolize? So Chaim Shumlevitz says that it's much easier to live a life in a quarantine, in seclusion, and... And not sin, but the leaders, we're going to see Shmuel and David and Moshe Rabbeinu, their lives were full of decisions they had to make, and sometimes they made the wrong decision, whatever that means. Again, we don't understand all the different sins that they did, but that was, that's godless. Godless is to, to, to take action in life, to take risks, as opposed to just living a, nothing against them. No, Rabbi Chaim is trying to bring out that that's not necessarily the tafkin in life to be perfect. The tafkin is... To, to make decisions, to lead, so you make mistakes. That's part it, of, yeah. Yeah, it could, could be that it's medrashing, but wasn't Amram chastised because he didn't want to have kids um, after Paro made the decree that you're going to throw all the, all the boys into the river? Right, then he listens to Moshe Rabbeinu, right? 
Yeah, but he, he listened to, uh, to Miriam. To Miriam, right. And then they had Moshe. So yeah. maybe that was the right decision. I guess. I mean, it seems, seems like if you're like, you know, if you're, I mean, not like nitpicking, but like a lot of these like Averos, you know, for us would be like, you know, a Tuesday, um, you know, but uh, right. it seems like that, would, that that might rise to the to the level of, you know, quasi Averos. I mean, I don't know. I'm right. surprised to find him on the list. Right. Interesting. You also have Yishai also. Yishai didn't treat... David very well. If you look at the the psukim and the midrashim regarding David and Melech, they they really treated him as if he was a son, if, as if he was a mamzer. If you read if you read about David and Melech's life, what he went through, he was kicked out. You see Shmuel saying that one of these boys are going to be the Melech, and all the boys come and it's none of them. It's David and Melech, and they're shocked. Like David, he's in the fields. He, he's not king material. So I don't know, Adam. I don't know, but. Uh, well, take the Gemara. The Gemara says it didn't sin. Whatever, whatever it means. They, they, they didn't sin. They had a cheshbon. Whatever Amram did, he separated from, from Yochever. However, Yishai treated David, all these things. And even Kilov. It says the Gemara Bracha is that Kilov would be fighting against the other one in, in Halacha. Also, strong terms. But the Gemara does not assume that that's called a, a sin. Now, how do we know that Yishai is called... Uh, so, one second, I skip. The Kula Gemara... And all of these are Messiah. We know, like a Kabbalah, we have a Messiah that they only died because of the Nachash. Levar Meishe Avi David, except for Yishai, the Mefarish Bekrat. That we actually have a Pasuk. The Chsid, the Pasuk says, it's a random Pasuk to bring this out, but look what the Pasuk says. Asamasa, Samav Shalom Tachas Yoyev, Alat Sava, Sav Shalom, who's rebelling against his father, David Melech, he took, he put Amasa on the, uh, as, to, as the general. On the army, and this person was with Avigail, the daughter of Nachash. That's the person. Now, when we identify the person, we said she was Avigail Bas Nachash. was a person whose name was Snake, who's Bas Nachash. She was the daughter of Yishai. The sisters of Yish of Yishai's sons, David and his brothers, they had Tzruya Vavigayo. Two sisters, Tzruya and Avigayo. So why did they call her Bas Nachash? Ella, she was Bas, the daughter of Misha Mis Be'etyo Nachash. Someone who died from the, from the Etyo, from the advice of the Nachash. And that's Yishai. So we have from a Pasuk that the Pasuk calls him uh, Nachash, or someone who died because of Nachash. Fine. Now we're back to our Gemara. So, Elema Tana. So now, the one says Mani. Who is the Brysa? This Brysa that says four people didn't, only died from the sin of the Nachash. Who said this? Elema Tana de Malachi Hashares. If it's the Tana who taught us the Brysa about the Malachi Hashares, they came to Akadish Baruch and they asked why Moshe and Aaron died, and Hashem says, oh, because of other Mauritians' sin. So why are they not added to the list? There should be six people on the list. If they only died because of other Marisha and sin, add it to the list. Six people. Elav, Rav Shimon Really, it's the opinion of Rav Shimon Elazar. The Marisha and Aaron did, in fact, sin. We learn from here that Yesh Misa Beloi Chet, that there is Misa without Chet, the Yesh Yisurin Beloi Avoin. And there are Yisurin without Avoin, without Sin, Utiyufta, 
Tirav Ami Tiyufta, meaning Memanavshach. If you hold that Moshe and Aaron died without having sinned, so they should be added to the list. Should have been six people. Elamai, it's the one that holds the Moshe and Aaron did have errors, like Rav Ami said. And he was hiding behind this opinion. But according to that, there's a Brisa. The Brisa says that people die without, without committing sin. And therefore, to you after the Ravami, we argue in Ravami, and that's what happened. That's what happens. People, people die. Even, you know, even if they, they never did anything wrong, even David, uh, Yishai, everyone dies. But to you after, it's a to you after, and therefore, we have to go back and figure out those psukim, the Ravami darshan. But either way, we're going to go on. That, that is not the, the reason. The reason is, as we're taught in Yeshiva at a very young age, once we had the uh, sin of the Eitz Hadas that brought Misa to the world. Someone who's looking, he's reading Chumash, he's, he's learning the, the Psukim, and he, he learns a story about Ruvain, and he says, ah, oh, Ruvain did an Avera, he's making a mistake. Shnema the Pasuk says, I'll read you the, the full Pasuk, it says, It seems like he was with Bila, who was the Pilegesh, the, uh, the, the wife of his father, which is an Avera, to, be, to, to sleep with the wife of, of your father. And, and uh, oh, so, so one second. So that's the Pasuk that we would assume he sinned. Then the Pasuk says, that Yaakov had 12 children. Why is that in the same parsha? Melamed is coming to teach us that all the Shvatim are equal, meaning they were all great people. So one second. What? That means you're telling me, right after I read the Pasuk regarding it's telling me don't read it at faith, don't take it at faith's value. All the Shvatim are great. Elamani and Mekayim, so what am I going to do with the Pasuk of Ayishka Vespila, Pilegesh Aviv? The Pasuk says he was with his father's wife. Melamed Shabilbel Matsoi Es Shel Aviv. He switched around the beds or the mattresses of his father. Umale Alav Akasav Kiilu Shachav Ima. It's as if he, he slept with her. But the point was, what he actually did was he switched the beds. We're going to see the Gemara is going to explain. We know this from Rashi and Chumash that. That Yaakov's bed was always in Rachel's tent. There were four different tents. He always kept his bed in Rachel's tent. And when Rachel had passed away, Reuven saw that Yaakov didn't switch the bed to Leah's tent. He switched the bed to Bilah's tent. So he thought, how could that be? How could my mother, who was, uh, who, who, who was you know, his original wife, how could she be pushed away for, for Shifcha, for Bilah, and therefore he moved the beds? So the Pasuk is Ma'ala Okay, Tanya. He was saved from that sin. And he wasn't able to, to commit the sin. Why is that? Meaning, seemingly he intended on doing the sin, but he was saved from that. Why is that? So, how could it be that his Zara, his children, the Bnei Ruvain, are going to Lamoid al Har Evil? So, if you look at the Parshas Kisavoy, Kaiso split up into groups. And there's the brachas and kolos and har grizim and har evol. And on har evol was the kolos, the curses. So one of the shvatim that was standing on that mountain was Shevet Ruvain. And in that curse, you look to take out your chumash in Parshas Kisavai, it says, That's one of the curses. So how could they be the ones to say this pasuk if their ancestor Ruvain would have been someone who was shoychev im eshes aviv? So it must be he was he was fighting for the embarrassment of his mother, as we explained. He took the bed and put it in 
in his uh, his mother's tent. Omar, he said like this, if my mother's uh, sister was a tzara le'imi, so shivchas, what does a tzara mean? A tzara means a co-wife. So, okay, I can understand that Rachel was equal to, to my mother. Fine. But shivchas, achois imi, te tzara le'imi, my mother's sister's shivcha, maidservant, should be a tzara to my mother, so he couldn't, he couldn't take it anymore. He switched around the beds. He took two uh, mattresses and he moved around. One of the Shechina and one of, the, of his father. So, two different ways to learn this. One is that, as the Marshal explains, that Yaakov had a, a second bed. He had two beds. One bed for himself, one bed for the Shechina. And Reuven literally moved both of those beds to Leah's tent. There's another shot which Rashi alludes to, is that there was a bed in every single tent and for the Shechina. And when Yaakov would see the Shechina in one of the tents, he would know which tent to spend the night in. So fascinating, and by Reuven moving things around, he, uh, he ruined everything. So that's what it means. That's why Achei Marim, Shtemat, Sois, Bilbal, Achach, Shechina, Vachach, so the Pasuk, by the Birchus Ruvain, uses the term Yitzue, right? Uh, and it's, it's, it should have said, Yitzui, Alisa, Ela, Allah, I'll take Yitzui, Ela, Yitzui, meaning two mattresses. But either way, that Pasuk is alluding to the Shechina's mattress moving as well. Fine. So that's first half of the Gemara that. If someone says Ruvain didn't have error, he's making a mistake. But now we're going to see not everybody agrees to this. Perhaps Ruvain did actually do the Avera. So the Gemara says, Kitana, it's a machlekes tanam, what happened there? So the Pasuk says, and this is the Musr that Yaakov gives to Ruvain in Parshas Vayechi, Pachaz Kamayim Al Toisar. So what does this mean? So Rabbi Eliezer Oimer, that the word Pachaz is Peiches and Azayin. So they each stand for something. Pachaz, so Pei is Pazaisa, you were quick. Chavta, you are chayiv uh, for, for being with an ashes ish. And zalta, you are mezalzel, your father. That's pachaz. So it sounds like according to Abeliezer, we read the Pasuk literally. That's what happened. Rabbi Shuaimer, different way of learning it. Pay is for pasata, aldas. You went against the Torah. The Torah is going to say there's an iser of ashes av. Chartasa. You sin to your father, that's the ches, and the zayin is zanisa, the person was mezana. So those are the pei ches zayin. Rabbi Gamil Oimer, no. Pilata, you davened. Chilisa, like by Echal Moshe, meaning you, you had a, uh, you, you prayed. To HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Zarcha, Tfilascha, your Tfila was Mekabel, which means that he wanted to do Davera, but he davened to Hashem to not fall, and Hashem listened to his Tfila. I'm Rabbi Gamil. I still need this Maidoi, the person from, from Maidoi, which is Rabbi Lazar Maidoi. Rabbi Lazar Maidoi Aimer, Turn around the Pasuk and, and Darshan it. Turn around the word. 
So you have Zion, Chest, and Pei. So Zi Azata, you trembled, you were afraid to do Avero. Here Tata, you turned, like Te'iti, to turn away. You turned and Parchachet Mimcha, and you left, and the sin left from you. Rav Amar Amila, Rav Yemei Bar Abba, Zacharta, Oinshoi, Shodavar. You remember the sin of this, Chalisa Asmchacholi Godol, that you got yourself sick over it. And you, you, uh, you were parish, you separated from sinning. So in fact, it's not so simple. What, what went on with Ruvain, some hold that he actually did that error, while others hold that no, he wanted to do it, he didn't end up doing it. So very interesting Gemara. Not all this is brought down in Rashi, so that's why it could be a little uh, surprising to us. But this is what the Gemara says, trying to figure out what happened with Ruvain. So on this topic, we're going to bring in many stories regarding people in Tanakh, and we're going to, going to, to, to speak about their potential Avera, what they did. So we already spoke about Ruvain, now we got Bnei Eli, Bnei Shmuel, David, Shlema, Yayash, Simon, that's a Simon. So you already spoke about Ruvain, now we got Bnei Eli. So this is the beginning of Shmuel. So Eli was the Kayin Gadol, we know we read the Parsha, Parsha Shana, uh, first day Rosh Hashanah, Haftaira, we, we speak about Parsha Shana, so Shana goes up, and she davens for children, and there's a whole story with Eli. We had this, the Gemara and Brachis discusses so many things we learn out from, from Chana's tefillah, so we went through the story a little bit. So then the Pasuk over there talks about Eli's sons, that Eli's sons were cursed for doing Averis. So the Pasuk says, I'll just read the Pasuk, says, Asha They were shaykhev with women. Sounds like they were sleeping with women that would come to the Beis HaMikdash. A whole scandal going on. And that's why they were punished. So Amrab Shmuel by Nachmini Rabbi Yonasan. Kolo Oimer Bnei Eli Chat. Do anybody says that Bnei Eli sinned? Enoi Elatayah. You're making a mistake? That's not the Pshat and the Psukim in Sefer Shmuel. Shnema the Pasuk says, Visham Shnei Bnei Eli, Chafni Pinchas, Kohanim La Hashem. So Chafni and Pinchas were the Kohanim to Hashem. These are the Bnei Eli. So Sarala Kirav. So he holds like Rav, Dama Rav. Pinchas Loichata, that we know that Pinchas didn't sin. So he has two sons, Hafni and Pinchas. So I know for a fact Pinchas did not sin. How do I know that? Hold on. Now that I know that Pinchas didn't sin somehow, Makish Hafni the Pinchas. I'm going to compare Hafni to Pinchas because the Pasuk puts them in the same sentence. Bene'eli Hafni or Pinchas. So my Pinchas, the same way Pinchas I know didn't sin, Av Hafni Loichata, Hafni also didn't sin. So fine, that's fact. And therefore, if you tell me they didn't have error, you're making a mistake. So the Gemara says, how do you know the Pasuk? And the money, Mekayim, the Pasuk says, They were shoychid in Hanashim. What does that mean? So the Gemara says, They made them wait before bringing their birds. Halacha is, two women bring birds, either a Yoledes, someone who gave birth, or a Zava. A Zava means a woman who saw at the Uso Dam, not at her Yemei Nida, at Yemei Ziva today, we're Machmir for both. But back then, you saw Ziva three days in a row. She's called a Zava Gedayla. She needs Shiva Nakim. And you have to bring a Karban. So today, we don't bring Karbanas. We only do it with Misham Chumar, anyways, the whole Shiva Nakim. But back then, anytime a woman was a Zava, they had to go to the base of Medosh and bring birds for a Karban. And they can't go home until they bring their Karban. So they would schlep out, if you look at the, at, at, at the, at the Pesukim there and the Mepharshim and Navi, different Pshatim, what, what do you mean they schlep them out? They didn't let them bring in at night, they had to make them stay over, overnight. But at the end of the day, they didn't allow them to bring the Karbonis right away. So by doing this, they held them back 
from going home to their husbands. The Torah uh, compares, not compares, the Torah considers it as if they slept with them. It's so it's such an ava to hold a woman back from her husband that the Torah says as if they, they were with them. So by the way, the Night of Yehuda discusses, we had this way back, that when David HaMelech spoke about his psak, it was letahar isha labayla. He said, my hands are my hands are dirty with dam. He's, he's checking bedikas and all these other things. I'm trying to retire women to their husbands. So the Night of Yehuda asks, why didn't David HaMelech say, I, my hands are dirty to figure out the din. I'm trying to figure out the halacha. So the Nehemiah says we we lean towards heter when it comes to letahar isha lebaila. And here's another gemara. The gemara says that if, if a person holds a woman back from being with her husband, fine. Now we didn't mention, we didn't figure out how did he know that Pinchas didn't do that very. He said, I know that Pinchas didn't, so Hafni didn't, they both didn't, and we have a new Pshan on the Pasuk. So Gufa, Amarav, Pinchas Lechata. You know that Pinchas didn't sin. How do I know this? Shnema the Pasuk says, V'achir ben Achitov, achi i chavod, ben Pinchas ben Eli Koyen Hashem. So it was saying that this person was the Koyen Gado, and it's, it's, it's dating him back, or it's, um, it's, it's uh, figuring out his great-great-grandfather was Pinchas. So the Gemara says, Evsher Chet Bal Pinchas, in fact, did Averis. Vakasav Miachasai, what the Torah is going to say that this person, this Achia, Ben Achitov, has tremendous Yichas. Who does he come from? Pinchas, who's in jail. No, you don't do that. That's not what the Pasuk would have done. What does this mean? Im Yisrael, meaning if a person does an avla, so in Yisrael, if he's a regular Yisrael, he won't have a child who's, who's sharp, who's able to paskin, he won't have that. And he won't be able to answer and respond to his talmidim. If this person's a kain who did these averos, he will not have a son who will bring karbonis, who will be a kain and, and serve in the, in the, in the base hamidah. So of course, if his great-great-grandchild is the kain gadol, it can't be that Pinchas did this Avera. Pinchas Pinchas did not sin. That they both slept with them. Meaning, according to, to this, it would sound like only Chafni sinned and not Pinchas. So that would be Rav's opinion. Rabbi Yechon's opinion already said that it was they, no one actually did an Avera. It was Ke'ilu that did an Avera. But according to Rav, it sounds like they did the Avera, just not Pinchas. So the, so the Gemara says, that they both slept. Sound like they both did the Averas. So the Gemara says, the Pasuk is not to say Yishkevun, it says Yishkevun. Yishkevun means Aloshin Yachid. Only one of them, only Chafni. Vaksiv, the Pasuk says, Al Bonai Kiloi Toiva Hashmua. And Eli says to his children, Banai, my sons, I'm not hearing good things about you. But Banai means my sons. Two of them, not one. Read it as Bini, my son. Chafni, not Pinchas. Then it says, that they were over on, 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 on what Akavish Brochah told them. So, not Mavirim, Mavirim, also Lashin Yachid. The Pasik still calls them 
Bnei Eli Bnei Beliau, which is Lashon Rabim. So now we're going to see how this all ties into our Gemara. Since Pinchas, partners in crime, who was best buddies with his brother Chafni, he could have told him, don't do this anymore. And he didn't object. It's as if Pinchas was part of this whole scandal going on because he didn't object to what his brother was doing. And therefore, he's called B'nai B'liyah. So, Mirza Shem, tomorrow, we'll get uh, a little further, some other stories about David HaMelech, Shmuel, Shmuel's children, as we get into this, uh, these psukim uh, and chumish regarding the sins of our, uh, our uh, great people.